I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. An Erios production. Would I kill my own baby to save a village? Would I go back in time and kill him? Would I take the promotion at work? With strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? The Big Ones! Hi everyone and welcome to The Big Ones! Each week we discuss new ethical questions, ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain-busting moral choices. The problems can be complicated to discuss, but they're always fun to talk about because they force you to look deep, deep, deep with inside yourself. Will you like what you see? Taryn, Taryn kill him. I have the previous two times, so and they say third time's a charm, so I expect to like what I see the most this time. Ooh, how strong words, strong words, strong words, or kill them. Hi, guys. How are you holding up? You look like you're in paradise. Fine. I I, listen, I have it way better than most. I'm I'm so lucky. I'm trying to do my part, donating to getting food to, you know, the the medical and, and, and essential service people that are still out there dealing with this crazy, crazy situation. And you've been pandemic. sending them your dinner scraps, right? Yeah. It's just, I live in a very me first sort of life, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, and then you it's me first and then you, and I am living in a neighborhood where it's just a lot of me only. Mm. Well, me too. And so, and a good amount of me too. <laughs> there are so many houses to sell. So, Tarrant and Maria, sorry. you're in outer space. Yeah, I'm. Um, uh-huh. I'm. I'm. Do you? Do you? Can you guys see? Uh, you guys can't see because it's 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 audio. But I am above the world. And but actually, I'll, I'll quickly, if everyone wants to smile, I'll do a quick screenshot so we can post it. Okay. Right? Two, three. Uh, yeah, Taryn, you didn't get those thumbs up in time. That's all right. You know what? That's on me. <laughs> you got one That's thumb on me. up. The other oh, one was kind of just in, okay. in no man's one land. Thumbs, hey, I'll take one thumb. You ladies were doing one thumb. I wanted to join the fun. I was over eager. So I'm kind of glad that second thumb didn't make it in there. <laughs> so Taryn, yeah. what's been going on? Um, there's a pandemic going on and yes, there's know. over 300,000 cases. Oh, you didn't mean, glo- you meant specifically to me. Um, well, no, I think globally and specifically. I am, I am incredibly fortunate. There are no, uh, close friends or relatives who have been directly affected. Thank goodness. Um, it's scary and it's weird. Uh, but, but we're doing fine. We, we have, we have zero complaints and, and just, I do think like, 
I have pretty strong, grateful feelings <laughs> like several times a day. <laughs> yeah. Any anytime I check in on the news or, you know, the Twitterverse or anything like that, I just I feel very grateful and appreciative to those who are working so hard and 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 fighting the good fight. Yeah. 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 How about you guys? We're hanging in there. Yeah. Pod- podcasting from home is keeping us busy it. and distracted. So yeah. entertaining the people, bringing people joy. So appreciated. But you know what I'm learning? Because, you know, we're all stuck at home. We're all online all the time, seeing what everyone's up to. There's too much content. Do you know what I mean? Yes. There's too much. There is a lot. Yeah. And then like yeah. Quibi just, just launched. And now just it's launched. like, there's too much content. There's too much. There's too much. And I don't know what to do about it. And I feel like I'm part of the problem. Well, you you don't have to watch it all. But it's all there. That's the thing. It's all okay. there. Okay. That's a good point though, too. That's a good point. Maria, do you ever take um, time off from social media, like a day or two, a weekend perhaps? Not since this pandemic started. I, I get it. It's been hard. Same with me. I've been on Instagram way more than I normally am. And I'm, it's um because I've been having to ignore my daily limits, you know, when it, I have my screen time limits on there. But in order to do my hour long dance workouts, mm-hmm. I have to ignore my limit. So I think I know what I need to do. I need to go on and change my limit to like an hour and 25 minutes so that I get an hour workout in and then. I have 25 minutes of fun free time. I'm clocking like five hours a day. On my yeah, show. I saw I saw that first weekly report and I was like pretty shocked. Like I, a part of me thinks, thank goodness that you have access to each other in this way and you can do your podcast still. And, you know, you have for me, I play a lot of video games and that's been a saving grace for mm-hmm. my sanity. So, I mean, yeah, it, 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 the, the social connectivity of social media is very valuable in this time. Like, so I'm just not to play devil's advocate, but also don't, don't penalize yourself for wanting to connect to your fellow human being. Sure. But it's not just about connection. Like I get it. You want to see what your friends and everything's up to is that everyone's trying to entertain. Mm. Everyone's an entertainer now. And Mm -hmm. it just, it's too much. And Mm. it's starting to freak me out because everybody is. And like, even like you take, you take, like, I was looking, this is the craziest part. I was just watching TV the other day. Usually when there's a pandemic, like the view wouldn't exist or not the view. What's the one, the the talk, they wouldn't exist because they don't, you know, let's just shut down the talk for a minute. There was no talk during the black plague. (laughs) Yes. I turn on the TV. They're all in their little boxes, still doing the talk. And I was thinking to myself, well, now this is too, they shouldn't, you don't have to do it. We don't still need you. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Do, are Everyone you saying feels, we should stop doing this podcast? That's what I'm saying. That's yeah, what's freaking me out. We're part of the problem. Yes. <laughs> but I couldn't believe it. All of them in their little boxes in their, mm-hmm. in their homes talking about, you know, Selena Gomez. And I was going, well, who needs it? I know, but I, I will say in defense of podcasting, we've always done it like this. Mm-hmm. So nothing has changed. What I find upsetting is seeing into people's homes who, who it's not right that you're meant to see their living rooms and their kitchens. 
<laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, I can't help thinking, is Beyonce doing her own dishes? No, she has live and help. hundred percent. Okay, so when the quarantine started, she was like, you know what? You're staying right here, Missy. <laughs> I hope she didn't say it like that. <laughs> I just can't imagine, you know, Angelina Jolie's, you know, making the beds. I can. You can? I think. I think Angie make, is making her own beds for sure. And I think she's getting the, the kids to do their uh, their own beds as well. Huh. Yeah, I can yeah. actually th- yeah. think when I think of Angelina, I, I think she probably enjoys doing domestic things and maybe in almost an unhealthy way, like <laughs> control sort freak of the, way. The subversiveness of it, of like whatever people expect of her, she's going to go hard on the opposite of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's actually something kind of, I don't know, something that weighs her down in a way because it's something that she needs to prove to people. Well, Taryn, did you bring in a, <laughs> <laughs> a little big one to discuss today? You just gave up on that conversation. <laughs> Listen, just... there was we were reaching the point of no return. <laughs> and if someone didn't do something, uh, it's true. Shake it up. I do have a little big one. Um, and it's it's an important one to me because it's maybe my biggest pet peeve in the world. Oh, no. And I'm curious to think to hear what you think about it. My little big one, my moral moral quandary is is it okay to save seats? Oh. Okay, where? Because that de- it depends. Where it stresses me out the most maybe is in a movie theater. Uh, particularly like for an exciting film. This is obviously if, if you're not doing assigned seating, but like but like a like a, a movie theater scenario or like at a school function. And like family friends are like, hey, just lay down a jacket and save us some seats. And a lot of times schools will have very strict policies, but it can be for any sort of any kind of group gathering, even if it's standing in line. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. no cuts, no butts kind of thing. I I hate it. I hate it. It's my biggest pet peeve. And the reason is, is if someone's asking you to save a seat, they presuppose that just because they're connection to you, they deserve the same location that you do, even though you got there on time. And then every person who comes up before they arrive and go goes, and is anybody sitting there? Are those seats taken? I feel such, such strong guilt and shame in like having to like back them up. Like, yeah, absolutely. And people, this is, this is another theory of mine. People who ask you to save seats just are just as likely to not be able to show up at all. Like, yes. so, so they're like, well, sorry, we were so late and we didn't make it. And then you're the jerk sitting there with two empty seats next to you. And you just told 10 to 15 people, sorry, someone's coming. And then they don't. And that's like maybe my least favorite social feeling. I, this is so interesting. Now it goes back to the idea of me before thee, Mm. you know, like me and my, me before thee. What does thee mean? Thee? You. You. 
Yeah, that's right. Oh, I was just thinking like the, like the car rode down the street. (laughs) (laughs) You thought there was a blank space after the. (laughs) (laughs) It's also presuming that like you and your friends, um, anyone connected to you like deserves better than other people people. But, but Mm -hmm. I, I have this experience sometimes when, well, all of this is mute because moot, because the world, as we, there are no more saving seats right now, because we're all (laughs) just sitting on our own sofas. But in workout classes used to happen because at the gym I go to, sometimes these classes fill up. And if you get there like two minutes late, you don't get a spot and people come in early and they set up like four yoga mats on the ground for their friends. And I just yeah. think it's the rudest thing. I, I don't like it. I don't I like think it. Saving seats for your family, immediate family, um, or maybe if there's one solo person who's coming who doesn't want to sit alone um, is okay. But yeah, in general, I, I never ask people to save me seats. I couldn't do, I couldn't save more than like two seats. Like, cause like, of course, if you're meeting someone somewhere and you know, it's your, your significant other or a good friend. And it's like, I'll get to the, you know, I got to the theater before you, I'll save you a seat. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that I get, but if you're saving like a row, mm-hmm. it just doesn't, it, it, because people got there at the same time you did mm-hmm. and they're not awarded the same the mm-hmm. same perk of being there early. It's, so it's a it's a little catch twenty two. I mean, even two seats stresses me out because the really? people who ask to save seats, the people who do that, are the people who are know they're going to be late. Yeah, like and consistently, uh, consistently, not in like a if it's an extreme thing. If it's yeah. if it's a buddy who's like always the first one there, and he's like, I'm so sorry, I just know I'm going to be late because I have to do this thing, but I'll definitely be there then that's sort of, I have, there's a little insurance there, but yeah. the people who ask it with ease are just always the ones who just don't make the effort to show up in the first place. And so if you're the one there to save the seat, yes, you deserve the privilege of the good seating, but then you shouldn't have the privilege of denying others who showed up just after you because you are friends with a late person. Yep. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of, I think we talked about this a couple episodes back, but, or maybe not, but no, we did. But the the restaurants where you order at the counter and then you go get a, yes. a table mm. and the people Please order that- food before you, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. And the people that sit down prior or they have their significant other or someone go sit down while they order. And yep. if you don't have a number, you shouldn't be sitting at that table. No. It's just, it's trying, it's trying to like, to weasel your way into something that, you know, everyone else is following the rules. Why can't you? Yeah. Well, so here, now here's devil's advocate to that is that I do think people, there are people who move through the world with more efficiency than others. Right. Mm -hmm. But they're told the rules. I agree. I agree. And a job I would love to have, a paid job I'd love to have is like save seat, save table enforcer. Cause I would have no problem going, really? where's your food? Get off the table. Wait, let's Please do Amanda and I, let's just say Amanda and I are sitting at one of the tables with no food okay, because our, our friend Kyle is ordering. Okay. So we're sitting okay. there chatting. Okay, great. Okay, great. Amanda, uh, Amanda, can you believe that, that we saw that, that Hawk, 
so close. I, you know what? They're coming in because we're encroaching on their terrain. They're forced to be moving into the cities. Oh my god! Excuse me, so- excuse me, ladies. Uh, where, where yeah. is your food? Where is your food? Um, oh, our, it's coming. Our friends in line getting it. Yeah. Can I see it? Can I? Uh, so you haven't actually ordered the food yourself? No, our friends right there. The- Wait, I need you to step away from the table, please. What do you? I need you to step away. From, I need you to step away from the table, please. Wait, this is this is Shake Shack, and we have a very strict order your food first before you get a table policy. Sir, please do not touch her. Do not uh, touch, sir. sir you're let me go. I look at the badge. Sir, let this me go. Badge, this badge gives me the right. Sir, hurting her who breaks our rules. That it, Amanda, that it help! Very clearly on the placard. Amanda, get your hands off of him. Get down. Get down on the ground. Oh my God, he's got get a gun. Maria, no! What did she do to deserve this? You shut your mouth. You saw nothing. Ah! Ah, another job well done by the Shake Shack enforcer. I don't know, Taryn. I I think it's too much. I would love that job. <laughs> Zero problems. I would sleep so well at night. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. Uh, I I think if as long as one, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That situation to me is a little bit different. I think there's also a difference in a situation like um, um, somewhere where there's going to be enough seats for everyone versus somewhere that if not, people will have to stand. Limited availability. Yeah, yeah, there's not enough seats. And in that case, I really think saving seats really for anyone except maybe just one other person is not okay. Yeah. You're also putting the person, you know, you know what the worst feeling is, is like going to a movie and someone saying they're going to meet you there and then the preview starting and then you having to continuously oh. look back. Oh, I hate sure. it. My least favorite feeling. It's the, it's it's the, the worst. worst. It is truly the worst. Of and like, anytime what? anyone walks by you, you like, uh, oh. it's the worst feeling in you're the world. You're so excited. Yeah. You jump. Exactly. Yeah. I, I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it. So can you say to friends who request you save them seats? I'm sorry. I do not save I don't seats. do that. I, I have started doing that. Believe it or not. Good for you. I, I have said that at least twice in my life. Good for I'm you. sorry. I don't, I don't save seats. It stresses me out. It's, it's my own thing. I'm so sorry. But you would uh, save a seat for your wife. Yes, but my wife is not a save me a seat person. I see that's And that makes all the difference. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If if she needed to save me a seat, it would be like it'd be very specific circumstances, unforeseen circumstances. Flat tire, pulled over. So, so exactly, the an emergency, or I know for a fact I'm gonna only get there two minutes before because I've got that appointment, I've got that thing, and I'm going across town. But I will be there two minutes before. And then you're doing the one seat thing too, which maybe that is my limit. Maybe the one seat I can live with because then it's just a jacket seat. If nobody shows up, it's a jacket seat. Right. And you, and you can offer it to the person on the far side and say, Hey, if you got a bucket of popcorn or a jacket, you can put that there if you want. I got this for both of us because I'm not selfish. Now, Taryn, let me ask you this. What if someone you're sitting next to someone that you don't know and they get a, they have a jacket over one seat and then mm-hmm. they get up and they say could you watch these two seats i have to go to the restroom oh it stresses me out Horrible. but i have to they they've entrapped me they've entrapped me yeah. into that situation but what i do have the only thing 
that sort of alleviates any pressure is, is you go, listen, you know, when people go, are these seats saved? You go, someone was sitting there, they went to the bathroom. They're not mine. I hate that. I, have, mm -hmm. I don't even know these people. Like I can throw them under the bus a little bit. Yeah. And, and that's satisfying that, that you can also, you can also go through their jacket pockets. You can get free change, free like spare cash or whatever. Maybe they're coupon clippers. Oh, for sure. They are. You know, but if it's your friend and you're saving seats, then you can't go, it, you can't go like, they're my friends and they're showing up. Like if I'm the person asking about the seat, that's not satisfying. But if I'm the person asking about the seat and the, and the, I, the person I ask goes, two people were sitting here and they asked me to watch them while they went to the bathroom like that. I go like, all right, all right. You're put in a tough situation. I, I have sympathy for you. You're good. Enjoy, enjoy Sonic the Hedgehog. And did you see Sonic the Hedgehog? I did. Yeah. And did you like it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. My kids loved it. And that's always, that's added a new, a new wrinkle to how, how I ingest movies. What's a movie they haven't liked that you've seen in theaters? Cause I'm always interested in like what, Get kids just do not yes yeah um it's it's that's a good question there really has not they're pretty easy audience <laughs> they're pretty they're pretty easy audience which is which makes me appreciate more like i i have oh i have in my days believe it or not been very judgmental about about cinematic experiences um and they've they've lightened me up in a in a pretty great healthy way yeah that's yeah. nice. Well, should we do our ask? Yes. Sure. Taryn, take it away. Guys, there's so much content out there. There's too much. There's too much content. But there is only one kind of content that has been here for you pre-pandemic, giving you top shelf quality, giving you the goods, helping you through moral quandaries and, and, and relationship dramas, and the least you can do. You're saving money. You're not going out. You're not going to restaurants, you know, maybe you're doing takeout, which I really, really advise against. Really? I kind of do. Yeah. Right. I kind of do. Cause I will say like sidebar, one of the best things is that we're now 22 days into having made every one of our own meals you and feeling it's good? pretty awesome. Feels great for health, for uh, self-confidence. It's awesome. But you know what else feels great? <laughs> Rating and reviewing, writing in, writing a rave review, giving five stars, donating to Patreon, five bucks, five bucks for a, a vast library of content that will have you laughing, crying, and thinking till this pandemic ends. You'll definitely have you crying. And that's the big one's guarantee. <laughs> Um, Maria, now, did you invite someone else into this Zoom? Yes. Okay, because there's someone in our waiting room. Okay, so this is a segment. So, Taryn, for the quarantine, we've decided to let some of our listeners be on a segment. Oh, great. Um, because the people seem to be bored, and God knows there's not enough content out there to keep them busy. <laughs> but so we we are just inviting two of our listeners on for a short little game of Would You Rather. I love it. So, Amanda, do you want to let... Are there okay, two in there we've or got, one? I just have Becky. Becky's in the waiting room. So, should I let her in? Actually, Zoom is really cool that we're able to do this. So, yeah. I'm going to... Okay, Becky's... I'm letting Becky in the in the in into the room, okay? Okay. 
Hi, Becky. Becky. Hi. Hi, Becky. Hey. Now, Becky, you are a vegan chef, correct? Yes. Well, I. That's great. <laughs> I'd love to check out some of your recipes. I would love for you to check out some of my recipes. I'm such a huge fan of you guys. Oh, thanks, oh, Becky. Thanks. So. Uh, thank you so much for being here. We're going to do a quick game of Would You Rather. Have you played Would You Rather? Yes. <laughs> oh, she's okay. experienced. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. So we're going to do a rapid a rapid fire round. We'll go, I'm going to ask each of you different Would You Rathers, okay? You guys yes. ready to play Would You Rather? Rather. The big ones. (laughs) (laughs) Careful, Taryn. That ends the episode. (laughs) Oh, we got to start all over. Okay. Hold on. I'm just trying to get, I'm just trying to get to a good one. Okay. All right. I'm going to (laughs) start. Sorry. Just give me a second. All right. This is an easy problem. I just have a lot of tabs open. Becky, how did you uh, get into uh, the culinary arts? Um, you know, when you go vegan, you kind of have to learn how to cook, especially I, I went vegan in 2006. So there weren't as many options back then. So cook or starve. And so um, I started sharing my recipes and people would like them. Well, where That's can awesome. you find your recipes? So my website is glueandglitter.com, not gluten glitter. It was a crafting website that kind of pivoted into a cooking right. website. Right. As you do. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. That's awesome. good. Baked cheesy vegan quesadillas with roasted ooh, corn and black beans. That sounds good. I have Maybe. a 10 year old daughter who's been vegetarian since she was five years old, just because wow. she did not like the idea of eating animals. And oh. yeah, yeah. So she's been, she's been a strict uh, vegetarian for a long time. So that would be perfect That's for nice. us. We're going to check that out. Awesome. Make her some quesadillas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is that um, behind you? Is that Ruth Bader Ginsburg sitting next to a chicken? Mm-hmm. Yep. I've been a big fan. <laughs> of, ch- of chickens? Of Ruth Bader Ginsburg and chickens. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's play. Would you, you rather? rather? Okay. Becky, would you rather have bright red skin or have your heart Beat loud enough for everyone in the room to ew, hear it. Ew. That's a hard question. Bright red skin forever, not bright red skin like reacting to something? Forever. forever. I think I'd go bright red skin forever. I think my heartbeat would give away too much information. You're right. <gasps> Good point. You know, I once saw a, a Baryshnikov performance, the dancer, where he danced to his own heartbeat. What? <laughs> that's, that's disgusting. <laughs> he had a microphone. He had a microphone attached to his heart, and then he danced to it. A microphone. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I, Maria. Can I can I guess the circumstance of this happened? You mm-hmm. were a Girl Scout going door to door selling cookies. <laughs> And you knocked on Barishnikov's door. No. And he said, Would you like to see something? No. Oh, okay. okay. And I said, Sure. What is it? <laughs> Kale? 
Come into my dance room. <laughs> no, it was a family outing many years ago. The Bosucci's oh, took a trip to the theater and we never were the same. <laughs> my family was going to the circus. <laughs> <laughs> you are what okay. you see. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> this seems to be all Valentine's Day questions, but why not? All right. Okay. Well, okay. Amanda. Yeah. Would you rather? Can you just ask me a it? Just ask well, because it. I don't like these ones. Okay. Well, I have some here. I'll do. Tara. Yeah, you do it. Tara. Because okay. I'm sick of yes. doing it. Would you rather? Okay. This one is. Okay. Would you rather go to the doctor or the dentist? Doctor. <laughs> Why? Are you serious? Yes. But I would yeah. rather go to the doctor than the dentist. Same. Yeah, 100%. Do what? Do you get a shot at the doctor or do you... E- even if it's like a prostate exam, even if it's whatever it is, there's nothing more uncomfortable and kind of more like vulnerable than just having somebody wedging your mouth open. Like, I, I think I think losing the ability to communicate <laughs> matters to me. Are you being attacked by a dog? <laughs> Oh my god, Maria's being eaten alive. Oh my god, Pickles is going crazy. Here lies Maria Blasucci. (laughs) (laughs) Eaten alive by a dog on Zoom. (laughs) That would be how I would. Maria, I have one for you. Maria, would you rather drink sour milk or eat rotten eggs? How much milk and how many eggs? Let's say a cup of milk and one egg. Whoa. Disgusting, right? Milk cup a full cup yeah that wasn't that much okay becky here's a question for you (laughs) okay this one's actually makes me last a lot would you rather have breakfast on the eiffel tower or dinner in a castle this doesn't specify which castle it could be the castle of your choice the castle of my choice I picked that castle dinner. So what castle are you going to? <laughs> I don't know. Well, you better book it soon. I'm going to book it right now. As soon as we get out of here. Wait, breakfast on the Eiffel Tower? Our dinner at a castle. I don't want breakfast at the Eiffel Tower. That's gross. It is? You're not like yes. literally on it. You're in like their little dining room or whatever. I don't want it. Think of how early you'd have to get up. It's the get. It's getting up early and then going up higher, and it's going to be chilly. But you are in Paris, so and it's a Parisian breakfast. So you're looking at mm. chocolate croissants. Yes, Maria. And I know yeah, but a my certain castles in Paris too. Good point. All right, all right. <laughs> but they don't do they don't do dinner croissants. You haven't been to my castle. <laughs> you haven't been to your castle. <laughs> Not yet, but I know what I've told them when I like. They're ready for me whenever I'm ready. Whenever I rather. (laughs) I have another funny one. Okay, Maria, would you rather always have to enter rooms by announcing your name or always have to do cartwheels out? (laughs) (laughs) I'd I'd like to introduce myself with my name because I can't do a cartwheel. Okay, and then here's, we'll do this one as the last one, and this is for Becky because you're a chef. Would you rather eat a raw potato or a whole lime? (laughs) 
think a whole lime. I think a raw potato, wouldn't you maybe die? Yeah. <laughs> was and then, you, and then you just saved your life. You would have <laughs> your teeth, right. and then you'd have to go to the dentist. Oh, that's oh. a good point. Would I rather die than go to the dentist? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, here Mallory's here, but we'll let's swap Becky for Mallory. How, how about that, Maria? Sorry, Becky. Oh, it's okay. Uh, it was nice to talk to you guys. Thank you so much. It was thank nice you, for being a listener. Thank you. All right. Thank Bye, you. Becky. Bye, Becky. Bye. Mallory. Hello. Hi, Mallory. We got Taryn Killam here, and I'm Amanda. I, and that's Maria. That's so exciting. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Where so are you? Excited. Where are you? I'm in Texas. I'm in Sugarland, Texas. So it's right outside of Houston. So that's awesome. where I am. Amazing. Yes. And what do you do? Or a fun fact? Um, so <laughs> but not both. If please. what you do isn't a fun please fact, please don't do both. <laughs> if you tell us both, we will hang up on you. <laughs> what I do is not a fun fact. It's I'm just a stay-at-home mom. So I have two kids. Um right now hopefully they're like not going crazy, but that's what's what I do. <laughs> well, that's amazing. That's I awesome. think that is a fun fact. Um well, thank you. Yeah, it's definitely fun. Well, so, definitely a fact. Mallory, you have Jennifer, you have Jennifer Lawrence vibes. Is anyone else getting Jennifer Lawrence hey, vibes? Yeah, big time J-Law. Big time. <laughs> I um I have gotten that from time to time. Yes. And my husband loves to make fun of me because I kind of like get excited when people say that because I think she's great. <laughs> well, it is exciting. She is. Well, she's America's sweetheart. <laughs> it is. Yep. There you go. Exactly. Yep. Well, thanks for joining us today, yes. Mallory. We're going to do, we're, what we're going to do is a quick round of would you rathers. Okay. Okay. So Mallory. Yeah. Um, would you rather... Oh, okay. That one's too good. Let me find a good one. Um, that one's too good. That one's, that one's not good that enough. One's, that one's too good. Don't give me one that's too good. <laughs> okay. okay. I can't handle it. Mallory, you'll like this one. Would okay. you rather see a giant giraffe or a tiny giraffe? Um, I would say... I tend to think small is cuter. Mm-hmm. And so I think I'd say tiny. Tiny. I, yeah. I I think I agree. Although a, t- a giant giraffe is almost like a diner, dinosaur. Uh, that's that was yes. my thought. I think you go giant. I think with <laughs> something that's kind of giant already, going more giant is more impressive. That if you're diminishing its giantness, part of its identity, then you're really doing that giraffe a disservice. <laughs> I agree, but I, I, Taryn, I see that. it's this big. If it's tiny. Then that's just a toy. I've seen a toy giraffe. I've okay. never seen a dinosaur giraffe. He has okay. all those Sophias. I have <laughs> so <laughs> many Sophias. I collect is Sophias. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Sophias I have, or Sophias? <laughs> it is. I just love, I love things that squeak. Okay, okay. wait. Here's our, this is a really good one, Amanda. I have a okay. really good one. Okay. Who should I ask? I'm going to ask it to, to, to Taryn, okay? Yeah. Would you, Taryn? Would you rather see what was behind every closed door or be able to guess the combination of every safe on the first try? Ooh, that is a good one. My first thought is the door because then you just it, like information and is and knowledge is power and and my hope is that I would be able to like put a stop to like crimes. Mm. That's kind of and if you know the combination to a safe 
that what is what good does that do you unless you're going to open it and you're going to steal it and then you're a thief so i think yeah. morally you want to see behind the doors so you can either go like way to go or hey knock it off so so i so see behind the doors i think i think i see behind the doors um maria would you rather live every day with a bucket on your head or a cement block on your foot <laughs> Maybe a bucket on my head. I mean, at this point, what's the difference? Well, a bucket on your head impedes your vision, and yes. a cement block on your foot is a great excuse to stay home. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll take both at the end of the day. You'll take both? How sad. Okay. Amanda. Yeah. Amanda. Would you rather have all your clothes fit perfectly or have the most comfortable pillow, blankets, and sheets in existence? Ooh. Oh, that's really hard. I think all my clothes fit perfectly. Because I'm, right. I'm in between sizes. So it's actually <laughs> really hard for me to find clothes that fit right. And I'm in between shoe size. Everything about me is <laughs> a half size wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry, was there a third choice that said, would you rather brag about yourself? <laughs> sizes? I didn't say what sizes. No, she's not saying, she's not saying, because it did sound like you said, all my clothes fit. Yes. That's what no, it sounded like you fit. said. I, you said I want all my clothes to fit. Uh, None of them I fit. See. I thought you were saying in reality right now, all your clothes oh, fit no, because no. you're between <laughs> sizes. <laughs> No. All my clothes fit because I'm between sizes. No, no, no. I think <laughs> I want all my clothes to fit because it's always, I don't know if I'm size A or size B because to be honest, I'm size A and a half and they don't make that size. Even down to my boobs. They're a half size. Down to them. <laughs> Even all the way down to my boobs. <laughs> but the scarves all fit perfectly. <laughs> no, even my neck. Not a... Not a hat or a scarf that doesn't fit perfectly. <laughs> All right, okay, Mallory. Do you have a good one yes. for Mallory, Maria? Yes. Okay. okay, I'm ready. Would you rather live in virtual reality where you are all-powerful or live in the real world and be able to go anywhere but not be able to interact with anyone or anything? Oh, oh my gosh. I initially... The virtual reality thing doesn't seem super appealing to me, but then not being able to talk to anyone, that's hard. I think, I don't know. I think I would, I'd prefer being in reality. Uh, but Mallory, what is reality? We're in the matrix. Yes. yes. Okay. Um, then I go with the first one because <laughs> like to be all powerful. <laughs> you, we should maybe change the name of this game to "Would you rather be bullied into?" <laughs> I didn't bully. I didn't bully anyone. I asked a question, and I let her no. take the wheel. It was a valid, valid question. I, I'm not like I, you. Did, let's just go with the first one because I'm struggling with that one. Yeah, and so I I'll be. That's the right. Call, first one's the right answer. It's the right answer. Okay, now this is a, the last question for this round, and this is something I've asked other people before, but it, it's really important to me to know. Would you, is this for Mallory, would you rather, and Taryn, you might want to answer too, would you rather have butterfly wings or a horse tail? I, 
<laughs> okay, so do the wings, can I fly? Or are they just um, ornamental? I think they're most, they're just ornamental. <laughs> are they are they scaled to a butterfly? Like, do I have little butterfly wings in the middle of my back? <laughs> they're scaled to you. They're scaled to me. Okay, okay so they're okay. big. And so is the horse tail. Yeah. I think I'm going to go... I, the horse tail is off-putting to me. So but you I could itch I'm, yourself. You could itch <laughs> yourself. <laughs> Whack flies away. <laughs> I'm constantly covered in flies, so it would come in handy. Um, what, I, is, what is the hard-to-reach spot that you can't itch yourself <laughs> with your two human hands? Her boobs. <laughs> no, I can get there with her. <laughs> and half boobs. That horse's tail. It's just the right amount of space for a horse's tail hair. Get that under boob sweat. I think I'm going to go with the wings. Just because I think they look better. Yeah, you got to go with the wings. Then people, worst case scenario, people confuse you like with some magical creature or something. That's yeah. awesome. Same with yeah. the horsetail, though. You could be a centaur. And have you seen the no. gorgeous braids? You can braid no. <laughs> You didn't say the body of a horse. No. You didn't say the body of a horse. You said a horsetail. And that like that reads more like Pinocchio, <laughs> Island of the Lost Boys punishment yeah. to me. Right. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Okay. But you kind of have to stand with your butt out. Like the way you'd stand the horsetail, you'd have to pop it. <laughs> it'd be yeah. like a bustle. But think of like it at, at the club. Yeah, no, sure. Girl, stop holding your tail like that. She's holding it as though it's a boa. Swish, swish, <laughs> bish. Oh, God. Another the horse tail on the dance star. floor. The newest pop star has a horse tail. Swish, 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 itch. Well, Mallory, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Hey, and Amanda, I have to ask you, in these dark times, will you one day tell us what happened with Maroon 5? Oh. <laughs> really, have you I ever mean, told anyone? I've never I, gone public. You, I, uh, listen, I'm not trying to take anyone down right now. Let's just say it had it. It, it was on par with what happened with the Ecuadorian uh, sailors. Oh my god! No, this was way more PG than the Ecuadorian sailors. Okay. Um, well, I, I think about it, Kate. Okay. I would really appreciate that. <laughs> Thanks so much, right, Mallory. Have Thank you. Awesome. Nice to meet Thanks. you. Bye. Nice to meet you guys. Bye. Bye. What a fun segment, you guys. Yeah, that yeah, was fun, right? Okay. Very J Law. Very J Law. That was oh a good my call, god. Like my Go J Law. Even the voice yeah. a little bit. She kind of had that yeah. raspy J Law voice going on. Yeah. yeah. She could do a lot of work out here in LA. I could sign her. I could. I could make yeah, her a standing star. right in front of the Chinese theater. Yes. <laughs> J Law, just her in jeans. <laughs> Hi guys, hey. it's me, J Law. I'm nutty. You just want to take your picture with me because you feel sorry for me. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, so should we get to our big, big one? Oh my yes. God, yeah. 
Okay, I know. I know it's a I, lot. It's a lot. It's a it's lot. Right. Um, but this one is actually kind of simple. We don't have to spend a ton of time on it. Um, She's been saying that recently. Every well, time I'm sorry, I don't like recording for like an hour and a half. To be honest. Okay. Am I the sorry. only one who feels that's too long? <laughs> We're in a I pandemic. Know. Record for five hours if you I want. know, but I have another recording at 12. I need a break. Yeah. The truth comes she out. She needs to lie down. Me first. <laughs> yeah, me, me first. Me, me only. Before the, me before me the. Me before the. <laughs> okay. Your one luxury in life is a vintage Mercedes sedan. On And this comes at, sorry, real quick. I'll say this comes in from a listener, right, Maria? Uh, yes. And I will tell you the listener when you're finished. Okay. Your one luxury in life is a vintage Mercedes sedan on which you have spent every spare penny and toiled every free hour, lovingly restoring it to mint condition. Because your job pays you little and demands much of your time, even at home, your great joy comes from the solitude of a weekly drive deep into the mountains, far away from the closest cell service. So in for- so infrequently do you encounter another soul on these excursions that one day you are genuinely startled to spot another car pulled off to the side of the road. As you approach, you see the driver's door open and realize it has crashed. A young man is seated in the car frantically waving you over, so you immediately stop to help. He shows you a significant injury to his leg and says the bleeding was initially extensive, but that he had tied a tourniquet and was confident his life was no longer in danger. Apparently, he is not in great discomfort thanks to some recreational drugs he happened to have had on hand. He had tried to drive himself, but the car was now inoperable. He thanks you profusely for stopping and says that if another hour had gone by without someone driving him to the nearest hospital, he may have lost his leg. This would have been a tragedy since, he explains, he had dropped out of medical school to pursue his passion for dance. That is when you first realize you know him. This is Frank Dancer. This young man's dance routines have a rather large cult online following. You have watched a couple of his short videos and think they are completely without merit. Not just you, an occasional appreciator of dance, but also your friends who avidly follow modern dance. Dismiss Frank Dancer's videos as gimmicky, amateurish, and distracting from legitimate artists' work. Additionally, many of this young man's critics are outraged that despite being perfectly able, he drives around his home city in a motorized wheelchair anytime he isn't dancing, claiming he is saving his legs for his craft. Your dilemma is this. You realize that to help this young man, he would have to lay across the back hand-stitched white leather seat in your car, which would unavoidably destroy it with bloodstains. You have zero confidence that he would help pay any piece of it back. In your head, you quickly try to calculate the cost of replacing the upholstery. At what cost of replacement, if any, would you leave the man at his car and call for an ambulance rather than drive him to the hospital yourself, knowing he has a there's a small chance he could lose his leg? So this is big. Let's kind of um, let's kind of figure this out. That was well written, though. And that's from Isaac. So essentially, uh, would you give this dipshit a ride in your car or do you leave him to wait for the ambulance? 
like so it's sort of like a like a like a logan paul or a jake paul kind of dude yes. and he breaks his leg and you <clears throat> are you gonna i i mean it's it's hard for me because i personally don't have the mindset of like oh my precious car my baby but if I you didn't if, have if it was the one thing you owned that right. was like <clears throat> this is i saved up all my money this is like this is the thing that this is my thing. Like this yeah. is the thing I own. Yeah, and he can't go in the trunk. No, there's no trunk. There's no trunk. It's a trunkless sedan. Yeah. Now, Got did it. you all catch the detail in there that he rolls around in a wheelchair? Yes. Yeah. And that's upsetting. Can he? You know, hang that doesn't his- bother you. That does. That uh, you know. I. I I think if you are in the middle of the woods and any human is hurt, you got to take him to the hospital in that sort of serious manner. I, I, I agree. I don't think there's any world where I would just leave someone there because to me, even if I'm coming at it from a selfish, a selfish perspective, the guilt I would feel by being semi-responsible for someone losing a leg would trump 100% my white yeah. upholstery. Yes. Can I, let me, let me just say this. Let's, if it's that easy, let's put someone else, let's put someone else with that leg. It's what if it's someone, what if it's Harvey Weinstein? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And, and unless it's like the person that murdered your family member, Unless it's like a criminal who didn't get their, you know, their just desserts. But they're not going to die if you don't take them. It's just they're going to be in some pain and maybe, maybe lose their leg. Well, it feels like we should improv then like the negotiation. And I feel okay. like, I feel like Maria, you should be the, the leg person, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or no, I'll get into or, that. Or, or no, I'll... Maria, you should be the car person because you're saying that like you could, you be the car person. Okay. Okay. Taryn, do you want to be the leg yeah. person? I'll and be me... the leg guy. Yeah. And, I'll, and maybe, maybe I'm um... be the car. Maybe okay, you're like I'll be a magical, a magical like forest creature with a horse tail. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Oh God. Oh my God. And please, oh. hey, excuse me, excuse me, pull over. Let me just pull, pull over, over stop, here. please. Uh, Hi, uh, oh, I know hi. you. You're that you're uh, that guy that's on the internet all the time. Yeah, yeah, Frank Dance. Hey, how are you? How are you? Oh my gosh, thank goodness you're out here. I, I was, I came out here to shoot a video, and and I injured my leg. Look, look. Oh wow, yeah, no, that's I had, bad. I had to make a tourniquet to stop the bleeding. I've been bleeding profusely for a while. If you hadn't come. I, I, I'm pretty sure this leg would be a goner. I need you to take me to the hospital. How did you get out here? I, I didn't, I drive my car and there's an accident, right? I, I drove out here and, and there is, I, I, I was shooting. All right. All right. All right. I get it. I get it. I get it. I got it. It's important. You know, this, it's important. (laughs) You know, this, I was driving and I was shooting a selfie video for Insta. Oh, and God. I didn't look, I didn't look up and I swerved and I hit this tree. And when I hit the tree, it crashed my car and my leg got severed by windshield glass. Well, I'm looking at my phone right now and it looks like there's no cell service. So I can't, I'm sure you tried to call an ambulance as well. I did. I did. There's no, we're so far away from a cell tower. 
So why don't I, so you're, I mean, it's, you're bleeding to the point, like, it's not yes. that you're still bleeding, it's that you're no. just covered in blood. Well, it, it's still bleeding a little bit. Can you please take me to the hospital? Here's the thing. And I know this is going to sound crazy to you, but this is a new car and it's not just a car. I'm not just, I'm not a car guy, but this is like, I saved every penny I need. Basically I need your assurance that you'll pay to reupholster the vaccine. Wait, wait, are are you, are you sort of holding me hostage to to pay for this? I'm, I'm bleeding. My my life is at stake. What if I bleed out and die? Because you did it to yourself. You did it to yourself. You did it to now, yourself. You were taking wait a minute here. <laughs> what the? <laughs> I've got something to say. Oh my gosh. Who is that? Who is that? It's she, me. I thought, it, I thought she was a friend of yours, but now I see that incredible tail itching her unreachable spots. And I'll get you too. Now I got a solution here that might just work for everyone. What is your name? My name's Ricardo. <laughs> Ricardo. And I live in the forest. You sound like you're from the South. Well, I'm from everywhere. The South, the North, the East, and even the West. But you live uh, in this forest. I live everywhere. All, all right, time. all right. Ricardo, we got it. We got it, man. Ricardo, Ricardo, can <laughs> can I ride you to a hospital? Please help me. Now, this is my offer. I can turn you into one of me. All you have to do. <laughs> what? Join me. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> So I'd have a horse tail? Would I stay the same? And would that heal my leg? You'd be my little friend. And I'd have to live in this forest? You'd get to. <laughs> and I think it's a pretty goes, good offer. offer goes for you too, sir. Hey, Jack, uh, Jack, can I talk to you in private for a second? Listen. Yeah, how did you know my name? That's very interesting. I, I saw it on your custom uh, license plate. Oh, Jack for Jack, Prez. Jack for Prez. <laughs> hey, listen, listen. Those seats look really expensive, and I don't know that I can afford them, but here's what I suggest. I say we kill this magical creature, what? and we what? we bring that with us. If you take me to the hospital, you're going to get blood on it, and we can take the carcass of this magical creature, but then I, I will personally skin this creature. No, I don't like it. And I will I make like you it. fresh new suede seats for the back of your car. Frank, I don't like it. Ricardo... This guy is, he's got a bad soul. He's got a bad thinker. What did he say? He's got a, he said that he, I, I'm sorry, Frank, I got to tell him. He no, said. No, J- Jack was said he were, they, they, he wanted to kill you. Jack? I, and I said, Jack? Don't. What did you say, Jack? Now you're Jack, making me angry. <laughs> now, come here, Jack. <laughs> Let me help you, Ricardo. Now you think you can we can you know how to drive stick? Yeah. (laughs) Let's let's hide the body in the back seat. It'll get blood on, we'll jump it in the lake. And then Ricardo, I decided to join you in this forest for all time. Show me your ways. Teach me the ways of the horsetail, Ricardo. See? Okay. Yeah. Scene. I think that's the I think that's the right way. Well, but here's the the thing. Here's what you proved, and this is my point. 
is that someone that gets themselves into that position and then doesn't have the decency to be like, I'll pay for whatever damage I cause. Why should you help someone like that out? If their life isn't fully in danger, they're just, they're, they're it's, I don't know. Maybe I, mean, I, I, I still fully disagree. When you're talking about a human life, yeah. even if you're talking about a monster and then you're talking about any sort of material object, it's not even a question. I agree. I get that. I'm not saying that like I, you know, if, if someone's, if it, someone's drowning in the lake or my car is falling into the lake, I'm going to save my car. That's a fun. I hope not. Image. I mean, that's, that's a- <laughs> basically what it is. No, because this person isn't dying. It's just the, you're getting them to the hospital quicker. But how can you really know? Yeah. Are you a doctor? Is I Jack am. a doctor? Dr. Jack's Jack? a doc- Dr. Jack. <laughs> But the so, thing, if if you, I don't really believe in karma, but I, I do think maybe I do kind of believe in karma because in my mind, it's like, <laughs> you, you talked yourself into that really fast. Cause I do sort of think like, if you give this person a ride to the hospital, even if your seats get messed up in some way, like you'll be not rewarded because I don't believe in this sort of like tit for tat universal system but then again maybe you do (laughs) maybe i do but i do think that like putting that good energy out into the world and doing what's right is like you're gonna attract something that is good because also if you care that much about your car you're probably like not in a healthy relationship with your wife you know what i'm saying like there's something amiss like the the way you hold up this car so important to you is unhealthy maria No, I'm just thinking about it this way. Forget the car. It's just at what point do you have to do you have to sacrifice your life, things in your life for someone who's a jackass? If if they're if they're in like harm's way, I think I think you always you always sacrifice yourself or inconvenience yourself. I think I think I think uh yeah, I think I think if it's a severe enough wound, it's deep. It's deep wound. It, I mean, that was part of the thing. If it's a deep wound, then then you got to help a person out. I agree. Oh, now I just wanted happens- to. I just wanted to give a little, uh, you know, push pull. Yeah. Well, that's why yeah. we do this. Now, Amanda, I know you're itching to get out of here, but we do have to get to a Dear Big Ones. <laughs> he doesn't want anything to do with it. <laughs> so it's a so it's a voicemail. Oh, well, you know, I okay. like that. Yeah, I love yes. that. Hello, uh, Maria and Amanda of The Big Ones. Uh, my name is Adam. I'm calling from New Hampshire. I'm the fellow who gave you the Godzilla scenario, so... You're welcome slash I'm sorry for that. And I thought I'd call with a, uh essential worker type quandary. Uh, a mist. <laughs> in the midst of this uh, pandemic, uh, I work in a small factory that makes cut taps, which are basically drill bits for making holes with threads in them. And I've been deemed an essential worker. So I come in every night and do my job. 
and um, ugh, I'm really nervous. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> uh, I I guess if to be an essential worker, would you rather have that and have a source of income still, mm. or would you ra- rather be able to be huddled up uh, and avoid? You know, coworkers, you might be able to spread the virus. Um, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, uh, I guess I'll leave you with that rambling nonsense I just did. Uh, I love the show. Thank you very much. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, what a little cutie. Maria, um, what was his name again? I forgot what he said. His name, his name is Adam. Adam, thank you so Adam. much for leaving the voicemail. Listen, I know that voicemails are hard to leave. You only get one take, baby. But I thought you did great. <laughs> I thought it was great too. I thought that was it was it was beautifully said. So the question is, is it, you know, what would we do or what do we think is more? I mean, it goes back to kind of the big one. It's like is putting your own life at risk, your own health at risk, worth it if yeah. you know you're you're getting paid and having an income? Yeah, I mean, well, Adam, thank you for being an essential worker and still mm-hmm. going out there and 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 making tools and things that that the world needs. Um, yeah, I mean, something that Adam said that was interesting is if it's your livelihood, especially, and I think that that's a dilemma that that a lot of people are facing. That yes, they fall. Um, under the essential category, but, but on top of that, they're able to still kind of get paid and, 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 and provide for their family or their, their life situation. And I think, um, I, I, I think it's obviously the most admirable thing to be doing right now is, is going out into the world and, and putting yourself seemingly at risk. Um, but I think that, I think we know good precautions as well. And I think, I think it's, um, if it if it comes down to to protecting your livelihood and 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 you know keeping your job, if the alternative is I'm going to stay in and I'm and I'm going to quit my job, and then I won't have any way to pay my bills or buy my groceries, I think you I think you got to go out there and just and just hopefully be extra extra cautious. Yeah, and also hoping that the employers are taking care of their employees, which is it's Definitely, really like yeah. falls on their shoulders, and not everyone is doing the best job. Um, so I don't know. I mean, and that's something that needs to also come from like the state and federal governments to make sure that these employees are like the delivery people and the grocery store workers are being compensated for the extra risk that yeah. they're taking on right now, which is, I don't know, is really is truly a risk. But I don't know. But yeah, then the idea of like not if you have to quit your job, maybe in that case, you wouldn't be eligible for unemployment since you quit. And then what are you going to do? So it's like almost not even it just sucks. But it's but I will say the one good thing is at least you can feel like you're contributing in some way in an important way um, where I think a lot of people who are lucky enough to stay home also feel a little bit helpless as far as what they can do for other people. So I don't know. That is such a tricky one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you have, you have to put your health first. So if you really do think you're in, you're in danger in that the precautions aren't being taken and, and, and that you aren't being looked out for, then you have to protect that. But 
you know, if you're smart about it and, 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 and you feel like your company is taking care of you, then, you know, I don't know. Cause it's putting a lot of trust in other people and being like, Oh no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. And it's like, well, at what point do you believe someone who's making money off of you that it's all fine? Do you know? Exactly. Yeah. 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 I think, I think if, and if you don't feel safe, then it's, then it kind of is on you to take extra precautions. Um, even though it's more difficult to do now, but in terms of maintaining physical distance and washing your hands regularly and wearing facial and hand protective gear. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I, I, again, started by saying this, but I just, I feel very, very grateful to every and anyone who is out there in, in the, in the essential field, uh, taking care of the rest of us. It's, it's really the most admirable thing to be doing right now. Yes. Thank you to everyone. And yeah, I feel so lucky that I can stay at home and also still do you know, 75% of the work that I was already doing. So, well, where is the other percentage? Why aren't you doing the rest? Cause I, I'm curious about that too. The 25%. Well, that involves being outside at night mm, on the street. You're just slacking. No girl. She's a dancer. <laughs> she's <laughs> I'm a street dancer. She's, a, she's one of those like robot guys with his hat, the hat on. <laughs> No one's coming through Hollywood anymore. <laughs> and you that, work for tips. I'm that one guy. I'm dressed like a monk and I look like I'm meditating. Have you seen that person? <laughs> They're really just like sitting on a steel post. Have you seen them? You've seen them, no. right? No. They look like they're no. levitating and they're floating no. in air and they're sitting in like a meditative stance, but really like they're wearing this long robe and it's that the half of the robe is covering like a steel post. That's pretty good. Taryn, yes. what can, thank, what, where can people find you? What's the deal? Just tell people. I'm, I'm, I'm staying at home. Uh, I'm checking in on the social media, but I'm with you, Maria. I'm trying, I'm trying not to make it uh, about me wherever possible. You know, I think, I think, Mm -hmm. I think the best of intention people are doing it because they miss connecting, but I do think that there's a lot of content out there that is making it about themselves. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and trying to cut down on the screen time. I'm, I'm doing my best to step away. Although, as I say that, I'm like (laughs) getting ready to shoot a video today (laughs) for a different sketch thing. But other than that, um, stay stay in in center. Um, My TV show, Single Parents, comes back next week with new episodes on ABC uh, on the 15th of April, whenever whenever this this drops. Um, This will come out next week. Great. So this is what's happening in in my, my world. And you guys can reach us at the Big Ones Podcast at gmail.com you can send in your dear big ones your big big ones you can call us at 626-604-6262-6262 that's right yeah it's just hard to follow with the delay of both of you singing 626-604-6262 did you like it did it sound yeah funny? i just i think the number is six two six two six six so four four six no. two six six two two you kind of got six, it two six six, six so four, four six, six two six, six two. two uh-oh ricardo's back <laughs> <laughs> well give me a call 
Uh, you guys, Taryn, thank you so much for, thank for being you, on. Thanks for having us. It's great to see you guys. It was wonderful to see you and check in. Yeah. And thanks to Mallory and Becky for being on. And thank you guys for listening to The, the Big, Big One. Erios. Powered by ACAST. 